Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Hey everybody, and welcome to Rooted Deep. Allison and I are here with you guys again today, and last time we were talking about truth. And we were talking about, Allison, last time we were talking about the fact that there's an idea out there that you can know your own truth and find your own truth, and that truth could be very different for one person than the other. Right. And, and we talked about how dangerous that was because truth is not flexible. It's, it doesn't change. Right. And so there's, yeah, there is this pervasive attitude out. Um, I want to talk, I want to speak my truth. I want to, that's your truth. And that's, it's, it's concerning really right yeah so we talked about the fact that you know that really is a it's a recipe for disaster really because what you're doing is you're basically saying anything that i determine that i like it becomes my truth whether and we found out that truth really is an absolute that never changes and so uh it's actually impossible for my truth and your truth to be something different because truth is always truth uh it is never it's never different. Uh, it, it's not flexible, as you mentioned. Great word. So today we're going to pick up and kind of talk a little bit beyond that, because I think then the next question that would naturally fall into place is, okay, well, if truth is not flexible and I can't make up my own truth as I go along, then that means there has to be a source of truth out there that I've got to discover what truth is and I need to live my life by those truths. And so how do we find truth and where do we find truth at? And then how do we live our lives in such a way that they're based, it's based on truth, All right? Because that would be the goal, right? That is, that is the goal. And I think, again, so many of us, um, we are bombarded with, uh, we are bombarded with images, but even, even shopping, even online shopping, a lot of us have been online shopping these days and, uh, you know, you have to read the reviews, you have to study what you're doing, you have to, because what you're seeing at, you know, I don't know how many times I bought something from Amazon. And then when I get it, I'm like, this is not, this is not at all what I was looking at, you know, so the right. or even people like us right now, um, via zoom or via, you know, virtual, these meetings, it's like top half's good, bottom half, maybe pajama pants. Right. Right. You what know, you see is not what you get, right? <laughs> truth is hidden, and we've become very good, I think, in um, with in our society, and especially with technology, we've become very good at hiding the truth and convincing mm. ourselves um, of of different perceptions and different different truths. And I think it's dangerous because it's it's flexible, but flexible is unstable. Flexible yeah. is not foundational, and so that's one of the things we want to talk to you guys about today. Yeah, absolutely, because. You know, our podcast is really all about helping people to find a life that is successful. If it's promised in the word of God, and it is, then the goal is, okay, then how do I find a life? If, if I've got a promise of a life that is successful and that is not always maybe overflowing with greatness, but at least maintaining in the hard times, and there's times of overflowing, right? And I think we would all say, man, that's the life I really want to have. Okay, well then, if there's a way to have that, then I need to know what the recipe is. I need right. to know what what is the formula for living a life like that. 
And we understand really quickly that the formula for that is to live a life that's based on truth. Right. And so, so man, today we're going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to talk about, um, you know, obviously what is truth and, and where do you find that truth? But I think it's so important for us to, to know the truth, mm-hmm. to speak the truth, okay, um, and to tell ourselves the truth. Okay, those are just things that are really important and the things that we're going to kind of emphasize today um, as we jump into this. I think maybe one of the the passages that comes to mind right away when we talk about a little bit about truth is uh, Ephesians chapter six. Mm -hmm. And there's there's a passage there that talks about uh, putting on the whole armor of God. So the context of that scripture is talks really Paul is talking about the fact that we all fight battles and that we have enemies, and he's very specific about who the enemy is. He said, honestly, the enemy is not your husband, or the enemy is not the guy at work, or the enemy is not your kids, or any kind of circumstance. The enemy is really the devil, and that's really the one who's behind all of this, And, and so Paul's talking about that battle that goes on that we can't really see with the visible eye, and he says, so everybody needs to be armed for battle every single day, and the first piece of armor that he tells you to put on is probably what we would call in our day, Allie, under armor. Right. You know, uh, we have a whole company based on this concept uh, of under armor. And it's that really tight fitting uh, gear that goes on right next to the skin. And it's the stuff that everything else hangs on. Right. And, uh, and it was the same True in Paul's day, uh, it was this, uh, he, he calls it gird yourself with truth in some translations. And the idea is the same word we get our idea of girdle from, okay? It's that, you know, it's the spanks of Paul's day. It's, you know, and it's, every woman knows what that is. So it's that stuff that's, you know, it's really tight. It's the first layer and everything else is built on top of it. And Paul says, this is how you defend yourself as you put on truth. Right. And it's it because it, because it's so close to the skin. If we're if we're talking about armor, or whether even if we're talking about spanks, it's not. It's it's close to the skin, connected to, but it's also kind of a support, um, a supportive garment, if you will. If yeah. we're gonna, you know, because that's where everything. It kind of starts from the inside. We're going to start from the inside out, yep. and that's how we look for truth too. Absolutely, a lot of times. Um, in our world today, we're looking externally and we kind of like, oh, here's my, you know, and I think we've seen this even lately, just we get this external quick view of something that happened mm. and then you're, okay, we've got to kind of go deeper and deeper and deeper. And what we need to do with truth is start from the inside and work our way out. Um, yeah. and, and so I think that's, uh, that definitely with the belt of truth, that's the way we need to, um, to yeah. start. And I think what you said is so true because we live in a world where you can take a 10 second clip and make people believe anything about that 10 second clip. But then when you pull the whole thing back and show the full five minutes, what you saw in 10 seconds, your opinion or your thoughts change after when you see the whole thing. And I think for us, it's as we, as we realize that it's getting, it's not just taking one verse, but it's getting into the whole word of God of truth and saying, okay, wait a minute. What does God have to say about these things? So I think right off the bat, where do we find truth? Right. I think the, the first place we go to seek truth is the word of God. Yeah. You know, it, it's not, you know, when I was growing up as a kid, 
I mean, you know, it was like, hey, read your Bible through in a year, you know, and so, you know, I just was trying to check boxes off as fast as I could because I wanted my youth pastor to be happy with me or I wanted whoever to be happy with me and I wanted to be a good little girl and say, man, I did this. Um, but I, but that is really the wrong motivation for reading the Bible. Uh, you know, it's not so I can say I got through it in a year, but it's, well, wait a minute, hang on. I need to figure out what's in here because it's it's truth and it guides my life. And so therefore, if I'm going to know how to live tomorrow, I need to know what's in there. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the Bible says in James, that's another, it's another passage that somebody who goes to the word of God as a mirror Mm. looks at it, sees something. Right. And, and because that's what James is saying. James is, is telling us that to know the truth, not just about the word of God, but even to know the truth about ourselves. Yeah. That's what the word of God is. And it's a mirror. And, you know, I could suggest to Reba and I, and I could suggest to all of you, I can take a picture of what we look at first, what we look like first thing in the morning, Mm. but I guarantee you it's different now because I've looked at the mirror and I've decided to change something. Why? Because I was reflected. The truth was reflected back to me. And that's where we get it. That's what James is saying about the word of God. Oh yeah, and if that's so so much the truth because we can we can think we look really great in an outfit, and then all of a sudden we see somebody took a picture of us and they flip it around on their phone, and we're like, oh my word, I look terrible in that. Hang on <laughs> you know, a minute. Hang on a minute. Never note to self: don't ever wear that outfit again. Um, and 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 it's so cool the way James does that, like a mirror, and it does tell us the truth. So I think the very first step for people, if you're if you're out there and you're like, okay. I get what you guys are saying and I'm buying it. And so I need to find out where truth is. Then what we're going to tell you right off the bat this morning is you need to get into the word of God. And that is the source of, of the, of the truths that are going to, that are going to be like that first layer against the skin that everything else is built upon is going to be those words of truth. And so you know, what, what I would encourage you and, and, and maybe Allie can also give you some ideas as to what works for her, but man, you don't have to read 12 chapters a day. Okay. Uh, I think sometimes we get overwhelmed or intimidated by scripture. And so, uh, you know, and so I would encourage you just, if you're not reading anything at all, I would encourage you get started um, maybe in one of the gospels or one of the epistles, you know, I mean, get a good book. And if you want to know where to get started, write us and we'll help you get some, get some ideas as to where to get going. But just start by reading a few verses every day and ask yourself, Hey, what are they saying? And what am I getting out of it? One of the things that we do um, upstairs at the workshop even is, okay, here's the reading for today. It's a chapter a day. Hmm. Um, and, and the questions are, what does this say? What, what is the truth that you find about God? And then what is the truth about yourself? And then is there anything you need to respond to? And um, so that's, that's one way to do it. Just take a few verses and say, what is the truth about God? What is the truth about myself? What is this showing me? And then how am I going to respond? Um, another thing that I did, um, I had read like you, Reba, I had read the Bible I, uh, seven or eight times by the time I got to college because I was supposed to, you know. Right, right. More, maybe more like three or four, but um, <laughs> I always got stuck. I, I've got to be honest with you. I always got stuck in Jeremiah and it's like, I couldn't get past Jeremiah. So I'm, I'm working. Okay. But one of the things that, um, that I started doing is I started taking a smaller book, like first John, first John was the first one I did. Okay. The whole first John is five, five chapters and they're kind of short. Right. 
quick, punchy chapters, but so rich in doctrine, so rich in our in the gospel, and and so rich in the truth about you know Christ and 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 us. And I read it every day for a month, the same five chapters every day for a month, because the first time you read it, you read it fast. Oh, that's nice. And then the second time you read it, you know, things start, things start um, gelling. The more you read the same passage of scripture. And so I did that with first John for a month. And then I went over to um, Philippians four chapters every day for a month four chapters. And it really kind of opened my eyes and helped me understand the, help me understand the truth uh, of who God is and what mm-hmm. he's done and what he wants to do in my life. And that truth was just so comforting to study the Bible that way, instead of just checking off the box, Absolutely. Um, you know, Hey, what did you read today? First John, what'd you read yesterday? First John, what, you know, yeah. and uh, it, was, it was kind of a really neat um, way to really dig in um, the, into the truth a little bit more. I like that, you know, and, and I love that that format too, because one of the things I think it does for us is it begins to make us really familiar with First John or Philippians or James or another one of those books that doesn't have, you know, 45 chapters. So all of a sudden we just begin to, oh man, I really know that book really well because I'm just reading it over and over and over again. Um, and, I, and I think that's super important. So our first word of encouragement for you today is going to be to get in the word of God and actually figure out what is the truth. If we know that God gives us the truth and what he says never fails, it's always right. Okay. Then that's where we anchor our souls. And so getting those guidelines and, and what you'll find really cool about God's word is sometimes it teaches by what we're most familiar with, which is those don't do's and always do's, you know, so it's thou shalt not and, and thou shalt. So, okay, so it's always do this. So there's a lot of commands in scripture. Don't ever do this. Always do this. But then I think what's really cool is you get beyond that. And what you'll also see is that God gives us principles for living our lives. Uh, the book of Proverbs, for example, is a great book of principles on how we live our lives. And so you're going to find that not only do you get the don't do this and the do always do this, but you'll also get, okay, wait a minute, there's this principle here about, for example, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Oh, that's a principle of scripture. So how do I, every day in my life, wait a minute, I just got an argument with my husband and I've been stewing on it all day long. And now it's, we're getting ready. It's time to go to bed and we still haven't settled this. And so there's this principle in scripture that guides what you do in that moment. And it's like, look, don't let your son, don't let the sun go down today and still be mad. Go, go deal with this somehow. So whether it be in the, in the thou shalt not, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, or whether it be in the, hey, don't let the sun go down in your wrath today. You know, um, those are, those are ways I think that we all can, um, you know, that we all can apply the truths of the word of God. So first step is know what is the truth, you know the truth. But then the second, I think the second thing is we've got to not just know the truth, but we got to tell ourselves the truth because even though I might know what it is, it doesn't mean that I'm living it or I believe it or I'm buying into it. Right. Right. And I think the know, you know, knowing the truth and then telling yourself the truth might, somebody might be listening and say, okay, that's basically the same thing. But how many times have we gone to the word of God with our own ideas or our mm-hmm. own perceptions or sure. our own conveniences and said, okay, I need the, I need the truth of the word of God to support 
me in this and yeah. it's it's stubborn it's it's foundation it's it's not flexible the bible right. the absolutism of the word of god is like no you don't come to me with your truth and perceptions you come to me with with uh and finding the truth and seeking the truth and i think that's a lot of times what we're seeing um maybe um maybe in a in a little bit with in society right now and we, even within the church there are things that society is telling us that this needs to be this way this needs to be this way and so we're trying to run to the word of god and trying to make it and mold it to fit um but that's not really not how truth works and no. so so the tell yourself the truth is is so important because when you go to the word of God and it exposes something that is inconvenient to your life or yep. inconvenient to your desires, yep. um, you kind of have to be honest with yourself and say, what I want is not, is not filtering through, it's not filtering through the word of God and, and, yep. and something's got to change because the word of God is not going to change. I can't change the word of God to make myself happy. I'm going to have to go with my, with my inconveniences and say, okay, I need to put this through the filter of the truth and see what comes out, you know, and, and that's, that's where, that's where a lot of, I think the tell yourself the truth is where a lot of people have problems. Yes, I would agree. Cause I think there's a you know, there's a broad range here. Uh, you know, I work, I work some with teenagers and I know you do as well, Allie. And I know one of the things that I hear all the time is, you know, um, especially right now is like, for example, one of the things that the Bible says is, you know, sex is got given by God inside marriage. And I'll have a lot of young people coming at me like, you know, well, yeah, I mean, I believe the Bible and, and all that. But, you know, I just think if we love each other, it ought to be all right to have sex and not be married. You know, I mean, I love him, right? I mean, and I'm like, you know what, give me a verse for that. Um, right. You know, somehow find, give me, you know, and give me a verse for that. And everyone's looking for that loophole mm -hmm. in scripture that's going to somehow allow them to do what they want to do. Um, but the bottom line is this, and I think this is what, if we could just have these aha moments at times, it's like, okay, so, so does God just never want us to have fun as teenagers? And so therefore he made this rule that says, oh, I know how teenagers could never have fun. I'll tell them they can't have sex till they get married. That'll ruin their whole lives. Is that really the kind of God that we serve? And, and well, what's the truth about that? Well, the truth is God loves me more than anybody loves me. Right. And so if God loves me the most that more than anybody so much that he died for me and he set this guideline in my life, then that what that was meaning is that God is protecting me from something. He, he knows better than I know about whatever it is that I'm struggling with. Right. So it's like you said, so in practicality, when I tell myself the truth, the truth is God loves me more than anybody. God has set guidelines to protect me from things. And although I may not understand it all, if I'll obey him and follow him, it will end up in the long run to be better for me. So therefore, that is the truth. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter what I really prefer. Right. The truth is what guides my life, you know. Um, and I just think even from that all the way over to the woman who says nobody loves me and I'm just this and I'm horrible and I'm all that. And it's like, wait a minute, is that really the truth? Right. You know, yeah. and let's get into God's word and see what God says about who you are in him, you know? And, and I think you touched on it really well, because if we continue to talk about truth without also showing that God's word is written in love, mm. 
you know, I think a lot of people think absolute and they think truth and they think what you, what, what you're saying, God just doesn't like human <laughs> beings. <laughs> He's just a grumpy old guy. Yeah. Or he did, didn't know that he didn't know that, that the society was going to turn out this way and was going to struggle with these type of issues. And so it's God's truths are obsolete, but mm. again, it's not because they were not written 2000 years ago. So we really don't have to listen to them all now because they're kind of obsolete. It's almost like God didn't know that the 21st century was going to happen. Right. And, you know, and he's like, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. This was only true right up until the year, you know, 1999 and then yeah. Y2K happened and the Bible yeah. you right. know, it became obsolete. It's, right. those, it's not one of those issues. No. It's, and I think people forget because when they hear truth and they hear absolutism, they automatically think, what you just said, the thou shalt not, the you can't, so you have to, all of this rules. But what is what it is, it's a structure of love that yeah. God has said, if you if you listen to me and if you live, if you live in my in in my in my plan mm -hmm. and the way I'm telling you to do it, it's gonna go better for you, I promise. And I think yeah. that's where we fail is trusting in his trusting in his truth and trusting in his plan instead of saying no, I really want to go my way. I'm going to try to fix, I'm going to try to change the truth right. and that's not possible. And I think learning um, that it is in a loving, it's a loving structure and it's a loving foundation. Absolutely. And it's something that we can rest and rely on and, and be okay in. And so yeah. telling yourself the truth again, going back to James, so the, the Bible shows you what the truth is. And now it's up to you to say, yeah, I do see that. I, I do need to change that. I do need to tweak that a little bit mm -hmm. and um and telling yourself the truth and saying yeah i'm gonna be okay just following god's truth and right. that's that's important and, and you know i think that that leads us then right into as i know the truth and i tell myself the truth then it's really important that i speak truth um and again you're like well a are we splitting hairs here tell yourself the truth speak the truth but i'm going to tell you what i found in my own personal life is this if I know what the truth is and I tell myself that truth, it's really important that I speak that truth out loud. Um, there's just something about, you know, either speaking that truth out loud to myself. Sometimes it is just speaking that truth to others. Um, sometimes it's speaking that truth into my children's lives. If you, you know, if you're raising children, but there's this point where I know truth, I tell myself the truth, and then that enables me then to speak the truth. But I think the Bible is really clear. Speak the truth, and you just said it, in love. There's that tie between, okay, I'm going to speak it, but I'm going to speak it in love. And so I think we look at it from two different perspectives. Sometimes it's like what you were just saying. It's when we know that what the, what the truth is, is very different. What the world says and what the truth is are very different things. And it's not really cool to, um, to say there's a truth. And it's not cool to say there's absolutes. And it's really not cool to say that, that, there's a, that the Bible says we shouldn't do this. That is not cool at all. And so when we get to those points, I think speaking the truth is sometimes very difficult. It is, yeah. um, and we live in an era where it's easy to hunker down and be quiet mm -hmm. rather than speak up and speak that truth. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, I was just in a conversation um, just the other the other day, actually. And we were I was talking to this person and there was the, the person on the other side was very dogmatic about something. I mean, just very. This is it. This is the way it is. Da, da, da. 
And my first instinct was to be like, okay, this person is, is not even going to listen. And so my first instinct was, I'm just not going to, I'm just not even going to touch this. I'm just going to change the subject. But instead of doing that, I stepped into it just a little bit and I tried to just to lean into it a little bit with love and offer a different perspective. And I was shocked, Allie. I was blown away because this person was like, oh, you know, well, I think you might be right on that. And suddenly what was very straightforward and very non-negotiable five minutes earlier suddenly entered this world of, you know what? I don't, I'm not really sure. And I think you might be right on that. And so just being able to speak up a little bit, having the courage to speak truth, all of a sudden helped this person that I was talking to help them out. So I think that we need to be bold when God calls us to be bold and um, not just, you know, speaking the truth to ourselves, but also to speak it out there. But I do think it's just so important. You know, uh, Philippians chapter four talks about um, saying these things or saying these things out loud, you know, whatever things are, and it goes into this series. And so these are the things that God says, anchor your heart and your soul with. So I think there's also not just the importance of speaking out loud truth so other people can hear it but I think it's also important to speak it out loud so that we hear it ourselves right absolutely and I think um with some of the women that we work with all the time they're they still are bombarded by what society thinks of them these are women Mm. who have been out on the streets um exploited in some way and so now society sees them not as God sees them society sees them as um used uh damaged uh, and but God still sees them as a creation that He made and right. he for a purpose. And so Philippians four eight is a wonderful verse to say, hey, when those thoughts and even those voices externally or internally come to you and and tell you that you're this or you're that or you're um, you're damaged or you're uh, you're dirty. Yeah. That um, you've got to again, you've got to go to the Word of God and understand that God calls you his chosen. God calls you his um, sanctified. God calls you beautiful, loved, accepted. And so those things, think on those lovely and and kind and just um, and of good report kind of truths. Yeah. And, um, because that's, that's what God is saying about you. So um, even, you know, pouring the, and helping them to understand, just thinking those things. And then again, um, we had a time of testimony the other day. Why? Because they needed to speak. Mm their gratefulness. They needed to speak out the truth of what has happened in their lives and what, um, and they needed to tell their story and they were able to tell it to some women who needed to hear it. And so it was a time of a really neat time of testimony because what you, like you said, speaking the truth, knowing the truth and telling yourself the truth, but then speaking it out loud to someone else is really going to help not just you, but it's going to help that other person. And uh, we're seeing that a lot in, um, you know, with Celebrate Recovery, we're seeing, because sometimes we want to, we want to hide our story or we want to hide a certain part that we don't like, but being able to share it with somebody else, all of a sudden there's other people who have gone through it or who are going through it and need to hear, um, and need to hear that, you know, that you've been healed through the word of God and, and, uh, and that, that the truth, um, has, has made you free. Absolutely. And I do think that's just so important for us all because, you know, psychology tells us that we can tell ourselves the lie long enough until we believe it. Yeah. And, and the opposite is also true. Mm -hmm. We can tell ourselves the truth 
long yeah. enough, we believe it, even if it's the truth about ourselves. And yeah. so, and God just gives us so many things and you quoted so many of them, who we are in him. Um, the book of Galatians and Ephesians are just filled, you know, so if you're struggling today with maybe feeling, struggling with your own self and, and who you are today, you know, even the book of Galatians and Ephesians would be a great read for you. Another couple books that are shorter, but man, God just speaks up and he says, look, this is who you are. Uh, you know, you're loved, you're my child. Uh, and you know, you are, you're, uh, you're forgiven, you're redeemed, you know, and, and it just goes on and on and on about who we are in Christ. And that is an important thing because that's really who, that's really who we are. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, as we, as we look at this thing today, we, we understood a couple of things. Truth is not fluid. Yeah. Um, it is not a fluid thing. It is something that is solid. It's absolute. And God's word is our anchor point for truth. It is the thing that if we can get that thing and we can put that thing on, that girdle of truth, all right, if we can under armor ourselves with that, then everything else we encounter all day long um, is going to be, it's going to start off correctly if it starts with truth. Right. And so that's, you know, so if you're not in the word, we want to encourage you get in the word, not so you check off a box, not so God gets happy with you and your refrigerator doesn't break down or whatever other crazy idea you think, but really get in the word because it's, it's the very thing that is going to help you establish what is true and what is not true. And then that gives yourself a guide for life. Now I know, okay, I know exactly. In fact, I love that verse in Psalms. It says that the word of God is like a lamp to our feet. It's a light to our path. How do I know which way to go if I don't know what the truth is? So that's going to be, the word of God is going to establish you, uh, that for you. But then let's go one step further, not just knowing the truth, but now it's time to tell myself the truth. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of ladies out there, Allie, maybe listening today that need to start telling themselves the truth. You know, and um, I would challenge everybody to read uh, John 4, the Samaritan mm. woman, because I think it's interesting. There's a lot. The word truth is in there a lot mm. in that yep. passage. But she actually did. Um, she learned the truth. And then the truth was spoken to her through Christ. And then she what she did was she ran into the city mm -hmm. after she had that awesome um, awesome encounter with a loving Christ who told her the truth. He didn't shy away from, right. from the truth of what um, and she told herself the truth. She's like, I really actually, you know, they were back and forth about her, her lifestyle or, or whatever. Sure. Um, and she ran into town. And the first thing she said, um, many Samaritans believed in him because of the woman's testimony. And the woman's testimony was, he told me all that I ever did. In other words, he shined truth onto me. And that's the first thing she spoke. Mm -hmm. when she went into town to tell about her encounter to Christ and it yeah. wasn't a scary thing. It wasn't a bad thing. It was healing and yeah. it was, it was salvation to her. The truth did make her free. And yeah. so you are really struggling. You don't understand, know the truth, tell yourself the truth and then speak it. Yeah. Uh, read, read John four and, and read that story of how the Samaritan woman just really came to the light through, through being confronted with Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Absolutely. And man, I think that if you'll do these things, here's what the promise of God's word is. The promise is this. You'll be like that tree planted by rivers of water. You'll bring forth fruit in your season. And here, here, here it is, man. Here's what the whole podcast was named after. Whatever you do is going to prosper. So if you just get rooted deep in truth, 
And that's really what we're talking about today is just get your heart, soul, and your life anchored in the truths of the word of God and then live by those things, speaking those things to yourself. And I promise you, um, I, I, I'll ask Allie the question, but I will speak it first. I've never followed anything God said was true and been disappointed or been lied to. Have you, Allie? No, never. Okay. So, you know, God doesn't lie. He tells us the truth. He speaks that truth to us. And we may not always like it, but. <laughs> we don't think um, we like it all the time, but we did say that that was. Yeah, it, exactly. But that doesn't mean it doesn't work. So, um, so man, we're going to leave you with this today. Uh, and we encourage you, man, grab some of these passages we've talked about today. Uh, dive in, maybe take, uh, take some of the things Allie was talking about with reading the same book over and over again. Um, maybe that's something that kind of rejuvenates yourself today. And Allie, what was that passage on the Samaritan woman again? It's John 4. John chapter four. So go back, grab John chapter four. So there's several options we've given you today. We hope that you'll follow up on some of those. And if you're still struggling in any way, don't forget, you can reach out to us via email. We would be glad to help you. So thanks so much today for joining us on Rooted Deep and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.